Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part two of War of the Kingdoms, the light versus the darkness. And today we're going to look to the Holy Spirit in understanding the inner workings of Lucifer and his kingdom of darkness that has permeated the entire world over which he has been given temporary rulership and by which he has fiercely determined to set up his global empire and to gain the world's worship through his Antichrist. Throughout this study, I will be gleaning from various commentaries that I believe are trustworthy and which hold scriptural confirmation. So, in order to understand the full picture, we must start at the beginning, for it is from there that the current events of today have evolved and are the precursors to the final things that will culminate at the end of the age. In chapter 28 of Ezekiel, the inerrant word of God informs us that Lucifer, who is also dubbed Satan, which means adversary, was the anointed cherub who covers, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty until pride corrupted him, and he rebelled against Elohim. Because of this great sin, he was cast down to the earth. And in Isaiah fourteen twelve to 14 Lucifer's great fall, in which one-third of the angelic host fell with him, is recorded along with a blasphemous skull that burns so passionately within his darkened heart. How you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, sun of the dawn! You have been cut down to the earth, you who have weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven, I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will make myself like the Most High. Lucifer's first purposed attempt to achieve this blasphemous goal took place at the Tower of Babel under the charge of his agent Nimrod. Nimrod, the king of Babylon, was the first archetype of Antichrist, and his rule set the template for the future kingdoms that would follow, leading to Lucifer's final kingdom. The Bible tells us that the end of this age will feature another great rebellion against the God of all creation. The people of earth will gather together alongside the Antichrist to do battle with the King of Kings. This will not merely be a symbolic spiritual conflict, as some believe, but will be an outright corporal hostility toward God himself. Again, looking to the type and symbol given in the building of the Tower of Babel, we are provided with a foreshadowing of this final rebellion against Elohim. In Genesis 11one 9 we read, Now the whole earth used the same language and the same words. And it came about, as they journeyed east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they used brick for stone, and they used tar for mortar, and they said, Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven, 
and let us make for ourselves a name, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they all have the same language. And this is what they began to do. And now nothing that they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there, over the face of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the whole earth. Here we see Lucifer's first attempt in the creation of a global new world order that he intends to rule over in order to gain the world's worship. Although he failed at this first stringent attempt, the blueprint for this mutinous endeavor was preserved and has been advanced down through the ages. Computers, which now once again provide the people of Earth to be of one language, as well as the many technical and scientific developments man has been able to accomplish, are forming the framework for this worldwide control. And as these progressions continue to move forward unabated, just as the Lord concluded at the first Tower of Babel, in due time, nothing, at least in the human realm, will be impossible for them. The global government, as featured in the book of Revelation, will unify humanity for the first time since the days of ancient Babylonia. Thousands of years after God put a stop to this mutinous arrogance, humanity will once again establish a unified political, religious, and economic structure under the rule of the Antichrist. This final arrival of the Antichrist and his global governmental, religious, and economic empire will mark the beginning of the greatest rebellion against God until now. Throughout the ages, mankind has always lived with a rebellious nature. But in these last days, mankind will, and is even now, displaying unprecedented hostility toward God. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 3-4, the Apostle Paul wrote, For that day, meaning the day of the Lord, will not come until there is great apostasy and rebellion against God, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the one who brings destruction. He will exalt himself and defy every so-called God and object of worship, and will enter the temple of God and claim that he himself is God. The people of the world will not only tolerate this haughty exhibition, they will sanction it. And as a result, God will harden their hearts so that they will believe the lies of the Antichrist, just as he hardened the heart of Pharaoh. In 2 Thessalonians 2.11 we read, and for this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they might believe what is false. Satan's kingdom of darkness will be in full force as the world comes together in a false and deadly unity under the umbrella of a new and united one-world order. In an End Times Truth commentary, they write, In an age of electronic wonder, where news and events are seen instantly all across the globe, 
it is no surprise that the world seems to be developing into one large interconnected community. A new world order is being created from technology that would have seemed magical to people of previous generations. Today, a person can become intimately familiar with the lives and concerns of others who may live halfway around the world, simply by surfing the Internet on a computer or smartphone, getting the latest feeds from Facebook or Twitter, viewing videos on YouTube or a news site, or by watching satellite or cable TV. In every corner of the globe, and even in the poorest of countries, the majority of all people now living have a digital phone to text or talk to anyone else in any part of the world at a moment's notice, or to record or view events nearly in real time. The company Cisco has estimated that in 97 countries, the number of mobile devices actually exceeds the total population of people in those countries. And on a global scale, nearly 80% of all people now have access to a mobile phone. Due to this technology revolution, events in any region can be instantly uploaded onto the Internet for everyone to see. Even in societies that are tightly controlled, it is difficult to suppress the avalanche of digital information. The revolutions occurring in the Middle East are a prime example. As the governments of Egypt and Libya fell in 2011 to 2012, at times the only images and video coming from these countries originated from individuals recording events on their cell phones and uploading them to video services for everyone to watch. To people who are accustomed to such technology, these capabilities may now seem to be taken for granted and exist almost as a routine part of life. But just think for a moment how unique our generation has become, solely because of our ability to quickly spread information. Thirty years ago, people would have had difficulty imagining the way this new technology would change our world, especially when it comes to the Internet and digital communications not to mention robotics, artificial intelligence, and the many other technology and scientific advancements that are increasing with each new day. Since it is truly becoming more and more evident that we are in the grips of the final generation who will witness the return of Christ, it should not be hard to see the beginnings of Lucifer's one-world empire taking shape right here and right now. Amazingly, in the same time frame as the rebirth of Israel, there have been major developments on the international and political scene that are helping to establish the framework for what the late President George H.W. Bush had called the New World Order in a speech to the UN in 1991. Others are definitely on the same track, such as Henry Kissinger who, among many other quotes supporting this cause, also said before the Assembly of the United Nations, We say to all peoples and governments, let us fashion together a new world order. Or Chinese President Xi Jinping, who has vowed that China should take the lead in shaping the new world order and safeguarding the international security. And the list goes on, with new world order proponents past and present including the likes of David Rockefeller, 
Hubert H. Humphrey, George McGovern, Richard Nixon, President Hosni Murabic of Egypt, Miguel Gorbachev, Vladimir Putin, and many others. Of course, whatever the motives behind the many dignitaries and leaders of the countries that comprise the world, or the rich elites who are surely a very prominent driving force behind this complete revamping, or great reset as it has become known, it is almost certain that they do not even realize that beyond their own self-centered ambitions, there is a demonic agenda that is being accomplished through them, who as pawns in the hands of a diabolical puppet master are being used to set up the people of earth for the Antichrist and his global control over all men. And this is where we'll pause for today, beloved. In our next segment, we'll pick up where we left off. Until then, know that you are loved by the one who is love, and that he will never leave or forsake you. And until next time, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.